Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Mindset Moments with me, MC. Now for today's topic on love, I want to preface it by saying I am not some kind of love guru, but I have had my own personal quest to find love. And I do truly believe that the mindset work that I was doing along the way really helped me and continues to support me in all my relationships. Perhaps the biggest realisation for me in this space is that the relationship I have with myself directly impacts my relationship with others. And if we don't work on loving ourselves, how can we expect our relationships with others to be any different? And I really like this idea that love is a verb, not a noun, meaning that love requires action for it to exist. It's not just something that happens and that's it, you know, hey presto, all our problems are solved and we've got the rose tinted glasses on. Instead, we have to continually keep showing up and refining how we love ourselves and then how we love others. Now, when talking about love, it's worth recognising that we have this innate desire as human beings to feel connection and to give and receive love. We are hardwired to seek out these relationships with others in both a platonic and a romantic sense. However, societal pressure and expectation can often leave us feeling like we need to be in a relationship to be seen as successful, even when that relationship might not be the right fit for us. Now, thankfully, this narrative is changing, especially for women, and we now have more choices and opportunities than ever before. But this can bring its own challenges when it comes to finding romantic love, especially in our online dating world. So the primary purpose of this episode is to simply share some ideas and insights that I've gained personally and professionally in the hope that it might inspire and help some of you in your quest for more love in your life. So the first question that needs to be asked is, what do you actually want when it comes to a relationship? Like, what would be the purpose of this relationship and what type of person would you want to be with? And when I share these questions, I'm not necessarily talking about the superficial stuff. Instead, it's about the person's values and beliefs. And this can actually be a really powerful journal exercise to do. And I actually did one like this back in 2019 on a random bit of paper with one of my friends. We were both single at the time. And I recently found that scrap of paper when I was sorting through my old journals. And it was so interesting to see what I wanted from a life partner back then and then to compare it to the person that I'm now with. Now, weirdly, most of the attributes and values ring through, but I will admit that some of the superficial attributes did not manifest. So apparently back in 2019, I wanted a guy with facial hair and (laughs) let's just say my other half is more of a baby face than manly stubble. But please remember that this writing exercise, it is still really powerful and it jokes aside, it just helps you get a lot of clarity on what you actually want. Now, the next question to ask yourself once you've identified these attributes and values is to consider how do you currently live out these values? So sometimes we can create this vision of perfection for the person we want to meet and have very high expectations. But I always think it's worth reflecting on how do I show up every day in my current relationships with families, work colleagues, with my family. 
Because when we start to delve into this self-awareness, we also start to build a better relationship with ourselves. And this leads on to the next question. How do you date yourself? And this might seem like a silly question or you might be thinking, I've got enough time on my own MC. I'm listening to this so I can find out how to spend time with somebody else. And the thing is, when you're single, it's really easy to lean into that busy bee syndrome where we're involved in so many activities or socialising with so many people that we never leave time to just do things for ourselves with ourselves. And I had a wise coach say to me once, if you met someone right now, Mary Claire, would you even have time to build a relationship? And the answer was no. I had jam packed every day that there was no space for myself. And even when I was going on dates, I was slotting them in like going to a dentist appointment. And it made me realise that if I wasn't making time to spend with myself, how did I expect to have the time and energy to invest and spend it with somebody else? And this is when I started to go on dates with myself. So I take myself out for breakfast or lunch and then I started to get a little bit adventurous. And my new favourite thing was going to the cinema on my own. Honestly, if you haven't tried it, I highly, highly recommend it. Whether you're single or in a relationship or whatever your status is, it is just the best treat Like the first few times I went, I was absolutely terrified. I thought everyone was looking at me like I was a loser. And it was just so interesting to listen to the crazy thoughts in my head. But after that, I was converted. Only recently, I took myself to see the Barbie movie in the afternoon. And I had the best day. Just a day on my own with no one to talk to. I could pick whatever treats I wanted. And it was just absolute bliss. And this brings up this whole idea of the power of the story we attach to a situation. So often when it comes to dating and finding love, it can be easy to be swayed into a negative mindset. Now, I'm not saying dating isn't a challenge. Trust me, I have met some doozies in my day. I'll save those those dating stories for the book. But the way I like to frame it is, are you attached to a closed storyline or an open storyline? And by this, I mean, are you telling yourself it's so hard, I'll never meet someone, no one's looking for a real relationship anymore? Or are you able to lean in with some openness and kindness and even excitement about this next chapter? And it's interesting to notice because the closed storyline tends to have a really negative impact. So it'll keep us really stagnant. So we won't really, maybe we won't go on dates or, you know, we'll be going with a quite a negative mindset. Or we can nearly become obsessed with trying to make things work when we do meet someone. Whereas a more open mindset allows us to find some lightness and fun in it all. And we're not as overly attached to it that this has to work. And this concept is just as important when we actually do start a new relationship and we're trying to get to know this new person. I do think the older we get, the more set in our ways we can become. And sometimes this stops us from meeting someone because it can be 
easy to find fault as we tend to get a little bit focused on perfection. And then if we do start dating someone and we feel a bit anxious or triggered or something is kind of bubbling up, we'll often create a story about the other person and remove any self-responsibility from ourselves. It's like we want to control the outcome so we can limit any possible heartache or hurt. But this often means we're letting old wounds and old stories get in the way of a possibly very good relationship. I remember when I started dating my now husband and it was perhaps our third date and he texted saying he'd be late and could we push the date back a few hours? So he was running behind and can we move it back a few hours? Now straight away I could feel myself getting defensive and I began to think the worst that he was going to either stand me up or he's got a better offer. So I decided I was going to get in there first and I text back saying let's just forget it. It's fine. Dot dot dot. Like real passive aggressive. And he texted back straight away and was like what's going on? Don't you want to meet up? Basically calling me out on my dramatics. And I remember I was felt a bit shocked because he made me realise that the narrative that was playing out in my head was based on my own past experiences. It actually had nothing to do with him and his actions. He genuinely did want to meet up. He was just delayed at work. And this was a huge moment for me as I realised how much I was letting my closed storyline about dating and love impact this new connection. I was sabotaging it before it could even get off the ground because of my mindset. And the most astounding part, I wasn't even conscious I was doing it. It was just an automatic reaction to send back that passive aggressive text. Now, I could keep talking about these kind of stories for hours and end, but I am conscious of keeping my pep talk within its limit. But I want to finish this episode with some wise wisdom I received And it was over five years ago, I met this lady in a cafe and we struck up a conversation and her name was Margaret. She was in her 70s and she'd lost her husband a few years previous. And at the time, I was single and confused. And without me even really asking, she started to give me some of the best dating and life advice I've ever gotten. And there were three key things she said to me. Number one, stop dating flash Harrys. They are all charm but no substance. That was her description of the kind of men I was dating. And instead she said, date quieter men. They tend to have better morals. Number two, give someone three dates. No one is themselves on the first date, but by date three, you'll know if you want to see them again or not. And her third piece of advice, which is one that is so powerful, and it is simply don't make decisions in your 30s based on what everyone else is doing. Because if you have regrets at this age, you don't want to meet yourself when you're in your 70s. I repeatedly come back to these wise words time and time again, and I've shared them with so many people as motivation to not give up on love. It can be so easy to think that there are no good ones out there or that we've missed the boat. But the fact is that the person you want to meet already exists. They are out there in the world doing their thing and trying to meet someone too. We don't have to create them out of thin air. They are there if we're willing to open our minds to the possibility and continue to have hope that it's never too late to find love. And this is where I leave you. Until next time, take care.